Good morning, everybody, and happy Monday, October 12th. We're already like halfway through October, Michael. It's nuts. Actually, I'm really excited, though, because that means Halloween is almost here. I cannot wait. Yes. I mean, I'm excited about the fall colors, but yeah, Halloween's fun, too. That's the best holiday all around. Well, that's not true. It's not even like probably top four, but I still like it. <laughs> it's it's the one you look forward to because you get to be weird before you have to be normal. Thank you. Everybody needs that. You're listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. All right. So as we round out uh, yet another week, I guess kick off yet another week in October, um, I found myself earlier today thinking, what should my not sponsored be for today? Because there's so many things that I can obsess with on any given day that it's hard to like <laughs> narrow it down to the one thing. You know what I mean? Can I just guess? I don't know. Cause I don't even know. It literally could change from like now to two seconds from now. But, but it can't, it's going to be something related to peanut butter. Always, always peanut butter. Actually, if I have to pick something, I would have to say it's the Adams family. Um, it's getting me in the mood for Halloween. It's on Netflix. It's on TV a lot for some reason right now. Um, so I've been watching the Adams family pretty much nonstop for the last week. Nice. Have you ever seen the Adams family musical? Yes. Very good. A plus. I haven't Uh, seen it. Oh, come on. Why did you bring this up? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, the original Wednesday Adams was Rachel. Oh, this is terrible. And then she was on the voice. What was her last name? Uh, uh, um, uh, Dang it. Smith. No. Well, anyway, um, nonetheless, I've been watching the Adams family pretty much nonstop and all the jokes in there that were so inappropriate that I never got as a child. I'm like, I can't believe they just said that. It's brilliant. This is comedy. There are so many shows like that. Yeah. But I mean, good. So anyway, that's mine. What's yours? Um, so mine is, um, it, it encompasses a lot of things, but it's, uh, it's, kind of caused by our pandemic right now, but I hope it sticks around. And that is order online, drive up, pick up. Oh, always. Oh, I am my here gosh. for that. I hope this stays. I, I'm, I don't like that it took this pandemic for this to become a thing, but I am very grateful that it is here that we like, you know, there were some places that were starting to do delivery, but it was never fully embraced until now. And it's totally normal. Yeah. That's the best part. I, I'm not a weirdo anymore for hiding from the delivery man. <laughs> yeah. So let me tell you another reason why this is so great for me. I mean, for my wife, it's great because she no longer has to bring the kids into the store. I mean, that's great for me too. And and schlep around inside the store while the kids go crazy. Buy me this, buy me this. And she's just trying to get, you know, her 200 things at Target. But right. um but now she can just be like, just bring it out to me. <laughs> the kids don't have to get out of the car. Um, but also super great for me because whenever she sends me to go buy things, all of those things that she asked me to get suddenly disappear from mm-hmm. the store. 
-hmm. and I wander around and around and I was like, I cannot find pickled tar ears. I don't know what that even word was, but anyway, but I can't, I can't find this stuff. And so she sends me on a wild goose chase and I'm looking around. She's like, okay, just get this instead. Um, but now she orders it online. I pull right up. They're like, hi. And, and they just throw it in there. Funny thing though. Um, the other day, my mother-in-law ordered me a dress shirt from Kohl's. Okay. Because I don't know, my mother-in-law just, like I've said in previous podcasts, she would just give anything to anybody. She just, she loves giving. I don't know, Matt. Maybe it was like a hint. She was like, you (laughs) know what? He needs better clothes. Yeah. 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 That's the Minnesota subtle right there. Is that right? (laughs) So she, uh, she orders it from Kohl's Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so I, I, I go to pick it up and you put in, she forwarded me the uh, the email where you basically say, let us know when you're here. You click it, you put in which spot you're in. So I'm like, I'm in spot two. And then put in the color and make of your car. And I did that quick. And they, there's a sign that just says, pop your trunk, we'll be right out. So I pop my trunk and sure enough, a couple of minutes later, the funny thing is, is this lady comes and as she's setting the shirt in the trunk, she says, hi, Sue. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of weird. No, just go with it. It is 2020. Go with it. Yeah. If there was ever a time, it is now. So anyway, (laughs) so all the drive up, uh, drive up things I am so all about and I hope it's here to stay. It better be. Well, good. I'm super glad. And I will, I will second that. This is the best. That and home delivery. I can't, I can't appreciate it enough. The only thing is I feel like I've always been like, well, yeah, I have to tip, you know, the, the delivery person or the, whatever, the shipped driver or whatever. Right. And, and I feel like extra obligation during COVID pandemic stuff. Cause I'm like, even more so I like you're quote unquote risk, risking your life and I'm just extra lazy. So <laughs> true. True. Yeah. True. Oh gosh. Well, what else do we have to talk about today? Oh, all sorts of fun things. Um, so, um, I actually have something kind of fun. Um, you know, we do this, uh, real estate horror stories thing. Yes. It's the, wait, yeah, play. um, I what? just, I don't know which button it is. I think this one. Just try one. Yeah, there you go. Hey, did you did it. it. I should real label Real estate them. horror stories. You should. That way we don't have a boom ching. Oh, did I just um, do that? No. Oh. You did the right one. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to throw you for a curveball here though, buddy. All right. Um, okay, what do we got? So we we you know, do this real estate horror stories segment and I think it's super great. Um, but I've heard a number of really great horror stories from you that aren't about real estate. And you and I share this uh, other special portion of our lives uh, dedicated to not just music, but being up on stage in front of people <laughs> True. doing music, right? <laughs> and as if that's not terrifying enough, it's especially terrifying when you're up on stage in front of people and things go horribly wrong. Horribly. <laughs> horribly wrong. So um, I'm going to just throw you for a loop here and be like, I don't want to hear your real estate horror story. I want to hear your on stage music horror story. Oh my gosh. I've heard so many of them from you. Um, I probably, I mean, fortunately a lot of terrible things happened to me. So <laughs> where do we even begin? But I actually don't know where to begin. So why don't you start? And I'll think about what to even say. 
Uh, I also have so many. Um, it's just crazy. Like, so many. Um, let me see. There's, I think, one where I win. And, like, because often when things go horribly wrong, I kind of get the giggles. Like, like things that go wrong kind of make me laugh a little bit. Yeah. Like, I'm like, of course. Of course this is happening. Um, it would either be, I'm trying to, let's see. There was one time... Um, we were singing God bless the USA. And one, one woman felt so moved. She decided to rush the stage. And you know that when you start running and all of a sudden your, your upper half gets ahead of your lower half, and then you can't stop running faster and faster and faster until your legs can't keep up. Mm -hmm. Right. This happened to this lady and she fell under the stage and broke her arm during God bless the USA. That was pretty (laughs) awful. But I think the one that actually made me go into full-blown panic attack was our debut on a humongous cruise ship. The house was packed. I mean, more than a thousand people in this theater. And it was our debut with, uh, I think it was Royal Caribbean. And so they announced us. And what they had done is they said, you know, this group, this I was in an acapella group, right? Mm-hmm. You already know this, but the, right. So uh, they're like, hey, this group, this is this is a big headliner group. So why don't we do this instead of having our, our onboard cast um, do the final number of the Welcome Aboard show, we'll have this group do the final number of the Welcome Aboard show. So the uh, cast went right before us, okay? Yeah. Except what they're used to because they always end the welcome aboard show is they hit their final note and they do their backflip dances and everything is big and spectacle. And then they run through the audience and head out the back of the theater. Okay. So they do that. And then they go, ladies and gentlemen, home free. And we come walking out and have no microphones because the cast just took them them. out the theater. (laughs) Oh no. So we kind of like, don't walk out right away. And they're like, home free and we like kind of walk out like hi (laughs) i mean you're a tiny voice in a giant theater and we didn't like what do we do and the audience is like going crazy and they're like woo! and finally they like normally we try to hit the first song like as they're still wooing and 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 it just slowly died down as they started to realize these guys are just standing there looking at each other that's just your act (laughs) Come back. It's an hour 15 of just that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that was probably one of the most like embarrassing, embarrassing moments. At least one of the ones that I can think of right now. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, All right. What do you got? I've heard so many from you. I don't even know. This is so hard. And I love them. Also because... Some of them I don't find horror stories because I also take a little too much joy in them. Like I find them <laughs> so entertaining. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, oh gosh. One of my favorite things to do is uh, if I have to play uh, piano for a wedding is I'll just, normally people don't care. Like they don't tell you what to play. They're just like, Oh, we need a piano player for a wedding. And they're like, I don't know, play something musician. Like, it's just like a little dance monkey. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, a lot of the time I take really good pride in just grabbing the most inappropriate songs I can and then playing them in like a slow 
emotional wedding lovey piano ballad, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been really fun for me. And then just kind of like gauge the audience to see if anybody's catching on. And if they do, I'll start to make some changes. Uh, <laughs> but I had one, um, it was mortifying because they did have specific instructions. They wanted me to play as they, right after the, you know, you may kiss the bride and now pronounce, pronounce you blah, blah, blah. You know, they're going to like hold hands and run out of the church. Mm-hmm. They very clearly wanted me to play and sing, not even just play, perform that song. That's um, let's Marvin Gaye and get it on. What? And I was mortified. It's like, <laughs> and I was like, this is a wedding. Like people are trying to be, you know, respectful and maybe a little classy. And I was like, well, they know their family and they must think it's fine. It was not fine. Everyone hated me for that. Oh, like no. literally the looks I got while they did their uh, recessional <laughs> out of the church and I'm singing oh. Let's Marvin Gaye and Get It On. <laughs> Terrible. Um <laughs> so that was a pretty good one. And uh, I can't believe you agreed to that. <laughs> it was, I mean, like I'm getting paid to do this. I have to do what they tell me to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. There's that one. And then there's also my favorite Easter story when I was accompanying the brass quartet and I played the wrong hymn. Uh, that one just gets me because there was no way to get out of it other than to just stop <laughs> playing. Like there was a piano intro and then, you know, like I'll just play the little interlude intro and then I'll stop and then the whole brass choir will come in. Right. Um, but I realized cause I was like playing the interlude and they're all just looking at me funny. And then it like <laughs> sunk, like it dawned on me as I'm already playing oh. that I'm playing the wrong song. And I was like, I don't have a way out of this. You know what I mean? Other than to just, stop playing piano, lean forward into my microphone and say, let me try again. No. <laughs> On Easter. Arguably the most uh, important <laughs> day to do well. Luckily, nobody goes to church on Easter. That's, That's right. like the least attended. Exactly. Oh, no. That was mortifying. I was embarrassed. <laughs> like you could have been like, thank you. And for the next number, I'm going to play this song. <laughs> Let me try that no, again. Uh, totally different song. Like when you just like slowly like fumble out of what you're playing, you know, it was one of those. Wow. <sighs> anyway. That's amazing. These are fun. Those, that's I, yeah. a little traumatic. I don't know about this. We'll see if this makes a comeback <laughs> as a real segment. Hey, you know what we should talk about? Yeah. Um, we have a genuine question because uh, all of our listeners always want us to answer their questions, you know. I know we should really we start answering their are questions. just getting flooded with questions. Um, yes. Anyway, but this was actually a good one. Uh, something we don't talk about too often uh, is we talk about like the market and trends and home staging and home improvement and all that stuff for when you're getting ready to sell, but not a lot about the process or afterward. Um, and so we had a segment or a, a question come in that was wondering what info, what helpful hints can we give on the moving process. And I thought if anybody has moved <laughs> more times oh than gosh. we have, they deserve a medal. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I've picked up on a few things. I I'm sure you have as well on just helpful tidbits on mo- the whole I, moving process. Seriously. I think it's just an occupational hazard maybe. Yes. I mean, okay. If you're licensed out there, do you, do you move like every 
one or two or three years? <laughs> or is it just Michael and I? Because it's kind of kind of silly uh, yeah. how much we move, actually. It's not right. So yeah. I don't know what you've, you know, I had a friend move recently, too. And they're like, oh, you've done this a few times. What helpful things can you can you say? And there were some things, uh, you know, like that are pretty obvious, like label your boxes, right? When you're packing things up and I go down into like, I will label. Hold on. Hold on. I'm writing that down. Oh my God. Label boxes. That would Shut be up. So, that's a good idea. <laughs> but I, I, everyone like, I think knows that, but I think everyone also gets a little lazy when they're like kitchen, bedroom. And I'm like, no, you need to label what is in the box. Like specifically, even the like one off thing. So like, this is my spatulas and wooden spoons and the KitchenAid mixer. And you know what I mean? Everything is labeled on the outside of the box because as you're going through the, what inevitably comes weeks and weeks and weeks of unpacking, there is nothing more infuriating than like, where is this thing? You know, you have eight boxes labeled kitchen and you're like, I don't know what freaking one it's in. That's true. That's true. So that's, that's a good idea. I've never thought of that, actually. I have to label I just do the, everything. The, I'm even lazier than that, though. I'm like, main floor. <laughs> no. You have to label <laughs> everything. Um, what, what hints have you learned? What helpful insider knowledge do you have? Oh, wait. What, way to pre- prepare me for this, buddy. Yep. Um, yeah. So, um, okay. So... It, it, this is probably an obvious one too, but um, I have never in all of my so many moves ever used a moving company. Yeah. I was like, no, I can do this. Until this last time, I was like, you know what? We're we're making a killing on the sale of our house, and you know we've we've got the equity we're pulling out, so let's just let's just use some of that equity and we'll just, we'll just have a a moving company because otherwise I'm going to spend twice as much on therapy. That's right. Um, both mental and physical. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I, uh, hired a movie company for the first time and I'm like, Whoa, do other people know about this? (laughs) So great. (laughs) No one knows. (laughs) Seriously. So use a moving company and, and, just a shameless plug here. Uh, you work with a Century 21 agent, and we get killer deals on moving companies, and we would happily uh, give you our discount. So yes. give us a call. Yeah. There's a lot of killer deals, actually, that we get. True. Ugh. And they're all like, it's not even like, okay, so you know when we worked at Best Buy, Matt and I both worked at Best Buy, and, you know, we get, like, employee discounts at that time, right? Right, And right. it's it's, you're not supposed to share that. But... <laughs> But here, like, it's with the intention of sharing it with the, your clients. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. to the point that maybe it's we really shouldn't be using it for ourselves, but nobody says you can't. True. Yeah. 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 Anyway. The, uh, the 10% discount we get at Lowe's, like, after the move, you know, I used that thing ad nauseum. Um, then I was like, you know, maybe we should let other people. <laughs> That's really what it's meant for. That's what it's for. It's yeah. meant to be shared. Well, say I uh, found this interesting because I was looking up some other moving tips and and whatnot, and I found just a couple things you should know um, when considering moving and uh, using a storage container to help you with your move. Have you ever done that? Those like pods or um, oh. you know dart or whatever. Huh? No. I mean, it's essentially I like that. a shipping container that you know they they drop off at your 
property and um, you can take as much time as you want filling it up and then just call them and they'll pick it up and take it off to wherever you need it to go. You know, though, I actually might load that thing up myself and tell them to bolt it into the driveway and be like, mm, it's an impertinent uh, thing. Now it runs with the land. Runs so the land. bye, you guys get it. <laughs> Brilliant. Your well, problem now. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have ever considered using a storage container to help you with your move rather than a traditional moving van, um, or you've done it before and had very painful experiences like I did, uh, <laughs> the, I thought these three helpful hints w- were maybe something I've learned too late or, or came to me too late. So one was talking about like determining uh, if this is even the right move for you, because if you're moving from a condo or apartment or something where you don't really have the space outside for someone to drop off a shipping container and just leave it there <laughs> for a number of days, that's probably not for you. Right. Uh, th- this is intentionally a moving process that, get to take more time with and therefore you need to have that space right (laughs) right uh so i guess that's most important determine if this is even right for you uh number two though and god did i learn this the hard way tie your stuff up because you know it you think you got it packed in all in there good um but when they need to move these things, they basically just pick them up from one end and everything you had in there goes flying to the other end. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's good. So yeah. all the rope that you could possibly get, all the bungee cords, tie your stuff to the walls. Um, <laughs> make sure you're packing intentionally. Uh, I had a bedroom set get snapped, have the legs get snapped off. I had a TV get shattered. I had oh a whole bunch gosh. of like just vases and, and whatever that were all packed really well, but just got thrown around in there. Well, you're right though. They're lifting that thing that one end up like four feet. Mm-hmm. And then as they're pulling it up, that, that end continues to go up till probably it's at like 10 feet in the air before it starts to lay it back flat on the back of the truck. So you're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, uh, something you cannot take with too many grains of salt, too few grains of salt. How does this work? How much salt is enough salt? Anyway. Mar- margaritas? Hey, I don't know. No, it's right. uh, <laughs> No, no, but actually make sure you're tying your stuff down. And I was like, yeah, of course, obviously I'll tie some stuff. You will never tie enough stuff. Tie it down. Uh, yeah. And Good then advice. the third was uh, planning for your move and the, how you're going to access your, uh, your portable storage. Um, so, like I said, one of the benefits is that, you know, they'll drop it off at your place, you fill it up, and they can take it to your new place. Um, that could be in another state. It could, your closing dates could not line up, and you need to actually just have it held somewhere, you know, for a number of weeks until you, you close on the purchase of your new home, right? Um, there's plenty of reasons why it might not just go from this house to that house down the road and be there in less than an hour. Um And with that said, if it's going to sit somewhere in a shipping yard, you need to inquire with the company about how you would access your belongings um, in that intermediate time so your things aren't just held hostage. Yeah. Uh, Also something I learned the hard way because I tried to go to the shipping containers and it was an ordeal. (laughs) It was like every time you try to pull up to get in cause it's secure and that makes me feel good. My, you know, my stuff is secure, but it's like, please enter your driver ID. And I'm like, I don't have, I'm not a 
truck driver. I don't know. And then you call and you sit on hold and it's the worst. It was at least from this place, the worst hold music, but (laughs) interrupted you, interrupted the music every minute to tell you your estimated wait time is less than one minute, even though you've been on hold for an hour and a half. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> Nonetheless, check, make sure you also know, because there, like I said, there's a lot of reasons why it might not just be going from here to there in the course of half an hour. You could be being held somewhere. You want to make sure you know where that is and how you would access it in case you needed to get something out of your storage unit. Um, and that was the helpful hint on anybody trying to use storage containers instead of moving. Wow. You might just want to take Matt's helpful hint and hire a moving company. <laughs> okay. For next week, I've got a real real estate horror story about using a moving company, though. And it wasn't the moving company's fault. It was I not just, their fault at all. I they heard were that in the last move, too, but the moving company put my footboard of the bed upside down on top of the dresser, which had screws sticking out of it. Oh. And it gouged the living daylights out of my dresser. Just ruined it terrible i know no the moving company was great just the transaction went awry and then ended up not having any of my stuff for like three months oh my gosh anyway uh we'll share that next week there's other (laughs) yeah every (laughs) there's uh i guess benefits to working with people who have done this a number of times as well um you know how many times do we see going through the office emails from the agent saying hey who can recommend a good moving company or who can recommend a good handyman or who can recommend just that that hive mind there um even though I might not have had the greatest experience. I've heard from other agents in our office that have had incredible experiences and had, you know, unfortunately things happen and, you know, family heirlooms and antiques and whatever can get damaged. And this one company really went above and beyond to replace this antique uh, buffet that had damage to it. It was truly amazing. Wow. How above and beyond they went. So all that to say, some recommendations from people who have been there are invaluable. So you don't get your stuff ruined like me. (laughs) That's good. I mean, also, <laughs> that? also tie your stuff down. Also tie your, tie your stuff down. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, all right. So what, what are we on now? Week seven? Week weeks seven? Week eight. Yeah. We're on week eight of the 10 qualities of great leaders. All right. So we only have a couple yeah. more left to go. Yeah. I remember when I said, you know, I'm going to start this 10-week series, and you're like, oh, this is never going to end. And look, we're on week eight already. We're getting close, yeah. We're getting close. All right, so the first one was self-respect and respect for others. And then number two was the ability to communicate effectively. Three was integrity and character. Four was having a vision. Five was being grounded. Six is courage. And last week, number seven was persistence, commitment, and dedication. This week is really easy for Michael um, is humility. Ah, yeah. You're just a humble guy. Thanks. I'm waiting for the (laughs) punchline. That's it. That's it. Take the, take your compliment and run away. All right. Leaders aren't self-promoting or self-aggrandizing. They don't take all the credit. They give credit to others and refuse it for themselves. And that's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, the, it, to kind of carry that on, it, I, I read something somewhere once that leaders always talk about the the we. You know, we've done a great job. We had a vision of we, even though the leader had the vision and the leader carried it through. But also the to kind of 
carry this forward. The leader knows that they didn't do it all by themselves. Right. Right. I mean, they're, they're, they have a team and they have a team for a reason. And if they did do it by themselves, shame on them, because that shows a lack of leadership in being able to create or curate the team that you need so that you're not doing it all by yourself, right? So um, I just, I, I, I really appreciate the idea of, you know, giving credit to others and refusing it for yourselves. Because at the end of the day, you're, you're, a, you're a leader. And if, if you're feeling like you need to take the credit, why are your people going to follow you? Exactly. You know, right? I think we've been very fortunate to have a really, really strong team in, you yeah, know, all of the companies and avenues, but um, in different locations. But uh, <laughs> what he said to do it by yourselves, we literally could not. There is no way. There's already Seriously. not enough hours in any day <laughs> with all of the help <laughs> yeah. that we have from these amazing people. And I can't even imagine yeah. trying to be like, well, yeah. all right, I'm just going to take this one on on my own. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's there was a, I'm trying to think of, there's a quote. Um, let me see if I can find it in my of list of quotes while I'm is. talking. <laughs> There's a quote. I should have prepared for this, but it just made me think of it while you were while you were saying that. Um, I don't know if I have it in my list of quotes, but uh, I do. Okay, it's from Colin Powell, um, and he says, "Leadership is solving problems." Period. Mm-hmm. The day soldiers or you, you know, employees, your staff, whatever. But he says, you know, leadership is solving problems. The day soldiers stop bringing you their problems is the day they have stopped, uh, is the day you have stopped leading them. Mm-hmm. They have either lost confidence that you can help them or concluded that you do not care. Either case is a failure of leadership. And so, you know, th- th- being a leader is about taking those constant calls, right? Because that means that your team trusts you with the answer. And then you're not going to go, huh, see all these problems I solved? You're going to say, great job, team. I'm so proud of you for solving all these problems. Giving that credit back to them. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted. And you're going to laugh, but don't laugh at me. Who said that? Colin Powell. Colin Powell? Who is that? Are you kidding me? You seriously don't know? I feel like I should. Well, the person that I'm thinking of is not who it is. Because I'm like, yeah, the actor from Miami Vice, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh, Michael. Okay, now I have to look up who's the actor from Miami Vice. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, are you talking like new Miami Vice? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I mean, not like old school Don Johnson, Miami Vice, right? No, like in the, oh, in the Daredevil movies, he was Bullseye. Remember that? And he had like the toothpick and the playing card in his hand. Uh, Colin Farrell? Yes. Uh, you're killing me. We just lost our one listener. <laughs> one listener. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was thinking um, of Colin Farrell. So who is this? Uh, okay, so no. He was, um, what was he? He was, was Secretary gonna, of State. I'm going to Google it. Um, I think he was oh, with guy. the f- first okay. George Bush. Oh, I know who that is. This is yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. I, I, I know his was, face. I think he was still, 
serving uh, under Clinton too, I think. I should look this up. Um, anyway, yeah. Well. Very, yeah. Uh, I just got my call. Oh, here, here we go. Okay, Honest he was uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff uh, under George H.W. Bush and Bill Clinton. He was United States National Security Advisor under Ronald Reagan. Um, dude's been around for a while, and uh, yeah, smart dude. So anyway, I it kind of reminded me of, of that quote that I just had to look up just now. It makes more sense um, to me now that he said that and not right. a guy from Miami Vice. Why is he talking about soldiers and leadership? This dude I just, just... Yeah, I don't understand. I was like, this is a great quote, but it didn't click in my head. But now I envision him <laughs> saying it. And it makes more sense to me. Actors aren't really leaders. They're, they're really, really good followers. That's fair. That's a good, that's a good statement. <laughs> you might have upset some I mean, people with that one. <laughs> I mean, I was a professional actor, right, in a previous life. So, you know, the best actors, I think, are the best followers. Um, but, but you know what? Actually, I take that back because, like I've said in previous podcasts, everyone, no matter what your position can be and should be a leader. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, there's almost always an actor who's like new to the stage and is going to be looking to you. Um, there's always a, an employee who's new to the company and can be looking to you. Even though you might not be a leader in that company, uh, you can be a leader in somebody's eyes by showing uh, the type of decorum and uh, respect that is deserved in the in the office place, in the workplace, uh, in the theater, in, you know, mm -hmm. the brass quartet as Michael totally goes off on the wrong song. And you can just be like, you know what? I'm not going to shoot that guy daggers. I might throw the other end of my slide trombone at him, but, uh, you know. You know what a real team a player? Yes. A real team player <laughs> would have just started playing the hymn I was playing. <laughs> Everybody, quick. That would have been uh, professional. That would have been professional level for sure. Uh, well, I agree That's with that, amazing. actually. Um, and there's also just nothing more off-putting than someone who can't show a little humility uh, in anything, yeah. whether it's workplace-related yeah. or personal or anything like that. So I think that's huge. Um, that'll probably spread well beyond your leadership and into just your likability as a human being. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what? I know a lot of people right now, I'm, I'm just going to carry on a tangent for a half a second. Um, I know a lot of people right now are um, out of work or in a different kind of work um, than what they're used to, just trying to pick up whatever they can to continue to pro provide for their families. Um, you're being a leader in that too, right? I, I've heard some stories of people who have you know lost their business desk office job and they're they're running like um uber food <laughs> you know mm -hmm. uber eats mm -hmm. they're running i mean they're doing whatever they can to try to make some some money for their for their families for themselves whatever and that's that's being a leader that's that's stepping up and and doing what you need to do being courageous being persistent <laughs> right mm -hmm. um and uh and being being humble enough to to continue picking up where where you need to in order to keep going and uh so i i've been reading a lot of this stuff lately and i'm getting a little mushy but it it really kind of touches me and just it's it's amazing right now how many americans are and people around the world um how many americans are coming together and like figuring out a way 
to come through this. And yeah. it's, uh, it's really inspiring. It's really inspiring. You and I are very fortunate that our businesses haven't been affected as much as they could have been. And, you know, we're not out of this yet. So I don't want to say that, Hey, we're doing great, but, um, but we're very fortunate and we get to continue to serve people in their very real real estate needs. And, uh, and some people can't continue doing what they normally do. And, uh, and that's, that's tough. So anyway, uh, thank you for all of you out there who have, uh, who have continued to be leaders in your own right and just continue to, to move yourself, your families, uh, and, and our country forward. Yeah, for sure. Well, say on that note, um, I just want to give the friendly reminder as always to make sure you're hitting the subscribe button. Uh, give us a follow or share on your favorite social media platform if you would. Um, it's been actually really cool to see the number of listeners um, and like the demographics of those listeners, uh, where they're even listening in from, uh, continue to grow across this platform. So that's really awesome. Uh, but make sure you hit subscribe so you can be notified when a new episode comes out. Um, and always leave us a message. Let us know what things are burdening your mind that you want us to just give a little more info information on, or you want to hear Matt talk in a funny voice or, um, <laughs> or, or your constructive criticisms are always welcome as well. <laughs> Hey, sure. Yeah. Why not? We're here for it. Um, anyway, you can submit questions by sending us an email at contact at the realtybros.com or even easier, just click the link directly underneath this episode that you're listening to right now. Uh, it says, leave us a message, click here, and you can leave a voice message right into our system that we can listen to play back and respond in the next episode. So, um, with that, I guess we'll give it a sign off and we will see y'all on the next episode. Yeah, make it a great week, everybody. Till right. next time. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers podcast. If you liked this episode, please help support us by subscribing to the Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below, message us on your favorite social media platform, or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com.